Hi everyone, PK here. Thank you again for being with me, whether you're driving your car, you're at the gym, you're taking your dog for a walk or, you know, whatever you're doing, cooking maybe. Thank you for always spending, you know, these sort of 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 25 minutes with me every single week here on the podcast. I'm really, really grateful for you, you know, genuinely for, for you for making time and and really educating yourself and using me as one of the vehicles to do so. You know, on this podcast, we talk about so many important things like why invest in property, how to get started in property, how to build a team of experts, you know, that you can seek help from, how to understand the property acquisition process, the finance side of things, you know, banks versus mortgage brokers. We talk about different property investment strategies, how to choose the right one, how to do your research, how to do due diligence, all these types of things. But there's one fundamental thing that I just feel that we haven't spent enough time on. And it's the reason why nine times out of 10 people use a buyer's agent, which is just not necessary. And so the question or, or the topic that I want to cover today is how to buy interstate. All right. So how do you buy um, interstate or even if it's in the same state, but you know, where you don't live without giving up your weekends, doing inspections after inspection, gets getting frustrated, uh, you know, weekend after weekend, and also without catching flights. So can you, and if so, how, <laughs> buy really high-performing property and properties outside your backyard without having to catch flights and also without needing a buyer's agent? Like, it's pretty simple to tell you the truth, but for some reason, like 99.9% .9 of people just don't know how to do this. And it's so low risk. It's not like we're sacrificing due diligence or buying sight unseen or anything like that. And because they don't know this, you know, simple 10, 15 minute answer, they spend $15,000 on a buyer's agent every single time, rack up fifty dollars to $100,000 buyer's agent bill over the course of a property portfolio. So this next 10, 15 minutes should completely change your worldview, <laughs> maybe not existentially, but at least in property, and bring you a ton of value. So stick around, and, and I hope, I really do hope it does. Welcome to the Oz Property Investment Mastery Podcast. My name is PK and I help busy people build passive income by buying top 5% growth and positive cash flow property and build a portfolio using data without wasting months doing research, spending weekends at inspection or catching flights or dropping ten dollars to $20,000 on buyer's agents every single time. So if you're confused, lack confidence, and just overwhelmed with all the information and marketing misinformation available online and don't know where to start, then this show is for you. So first of all, why should you become a borderless investor? If you're um, looking to buy property in the, in the next three to six months or even 12 months and really want to get the right suburb for you, the best suburb and the best property for you, then this should be valuable to you. So why should we become borderless investors? A borderless investor is just someone who doesn't simply want to buy in their backyard. Okay, so let's say I live in Sydney. Um, I have two options. I can either buy in the cluster of suburbs or the 
local government area in which I live that I know relatively well from a shops, cafes, schools, parks perspective, or I can look out, I can branch out and think about all of the suburbs in Australia, all 15,000 of them, and open my horizons um, to buying in the best suburb, the best property that I can find across Australia for my situation and circumstances. Now, the majority of investors pick the former option. They say that because I know the shops, the parks, the schools, etc., the, the public transport in my area where I already live, I'm going to stick to that. Um, but really, the way to optimize your wealth, the way to fast track your passive income journey, and the way to fast track your net wealth, your capital growth through property investment, is to buy in an area that is the best for you. And it is very, very unlikely that that area is going to be in your backyard. Okay, so what I'm going to talk about now is how to overcome being an investor that only buys in their backyard. Most people think it's very risky um, to buy somewhere that they've never seen. But let me explain the three steps to actually buying in a city, state or territory that you don't live. And it's actually not that difficult. So the first step is suburb selection. Now I've talked about this a lot previously on previous videos um, and I'll continue to talk about it. So I won't do a whole lot of um, content on suburb selection in this video right here. But suffice to say, there is a way by which you can take the 15,000 suburbs across Australia and filter them down to your top one or two suburbs according to your specific strategy by looking at data. You don't need to fly around the country, you can just look at 30 to 35 data factors, objective, you know, hard data, and in about three to four hours in front of your computer, very predictably, very reliably, choose your best one or two suburbs from all of the options across Australia. So that's step number one. Step number two is then to figure out the right type of property within that suburb or within those one or two suburbs. So that is also achieved through data. Now here in this data, it's a combination of quantitative, you know, numerical data and qualitative data. The qualitative data is things like calling the local council um, to understand, you know, how much developable land supply there is, the zoning, calling um, the local uh, agents to really understand where housing commission is and, and things like that. There's another 30 to 35 or so factors that you need to consider to figure out within the suburb where is the right pocket that I should be buying in or where is the wrong pocket. The right streets, the wrong streets. And once again, I want to impress upon you that this doesn't need to be done by actually catching a flight and going and visiting that suburb, okay? It can be done completely remotely. It can be done in front of your computer at home, so long as you have the right quantitative and qualitative data and access to the right people at your fingertips. And it's completely free. It doesn't cost you a cent if you know how to do it. So that's step two, suburb selection, property selection. The third step is you might be wondering, well, I got to inspect this thing. I'm not going to buy a property without actually inspecting it. And I completely agree. 
You definitely should not buy a property without having it thoroughly inspected. But here's the thing, a good high performing property manager on the ground in the local government area, in the council, in the suburb that you've selected will be able to do your inspection for you. And here's the thing, the truth is that they will inspect the property, you know, think, look for things like cracking, um, damage, plumbing issues, drainage issues, you know, um, the, the fidelity of the stumps, uh, any tiles that are cracking, paint that's flaking off, any structural issues. They will do a much, much, much better job at inspecting that property than you or I. And the reason is, that's their job. And, you know, the, they're really doing this day in, day out. They know exactly what tenants in that suburb look for. We don't, you know. So even if we could catch a flight and inspect it ourselves, still, it's a better idea to get your property manager to do that, okay? And even if you're buying in your backyard, it's still a better idea to have your property manager inspect the property than just doing it yourself, okay? So that overcomes the hurdle of, you know, oh, I really want to buy interstate, I really want to find the best suburb across Australia for my needs and wants and requirements, but I don't have time to catch a flight every Saturday to inspect these properties. Well, I'm here to say that you don't actually need to do that. A property manager on the ground, a very high-performing property manager, will do that much better than you can yourself. And real, the reality is that they are much more reliable, trustworthy, and incentivized to tell you the truth than even some buyers agents. Because if you look at the property manager business model, if you go ahead and buy that property, then they're going to be the ones managing it for the next 5, 10, 15 years, maybe longer. So they have a vested interest to tell you the truth, right? If they fib, or get things wrong, then you can point fingers at them because you're saying, well, you inspected the property for me and now all of a sudden, you're all my manager and two years down the line, there's a problem with the property. Okay, so juxtapose that with the buyer's agent business model where they just want to sell you a property, they just want you to buy a property and then it's kind of like, well, thanks for coming, here's my $15,000, catch you later, right? So there's a long lasting relationship with the property manager and that's why you should always get them to inspect it. They can also inspect um, the property before you settle. So there's something called a pre-settlement inspection where your property manager should be checking the appliances, whether they're all in good working order, checking things like water pressure, whether the house was left as it was when you first offered and, and negotiated and, and inspected it. So there's two inspections an initial inspection before you actually put an offer on a property, and then a pre-settlement inspection to make sure everything is as it was, nothing has changed before you formally pay and take the keys. Now there's another step to make sure that your due diligence is very watertight, so to speak, and that you can buy borderless interstate with security and safety. And that interim step is a building and pest inspection. So once again, this is a professional that will do the building and pest inspection for you. They um, check for the fidelity, the structural fidelity, 
um, the foundation, any significant issues that the house may have, um, and also for pests. So once again, it's another fail-safe, it's another hurdle, and if your property overcomes these three hurdles, the two inspections by the property manager and the building and pest inspection by the building and pest inspector, then you're completely able to buy borderless. You are completely to, able to be in Brisbane, but buy in Sydney. Be in Sydney, but buy in Ballarat. Be in Melbourne, but buy in Perth. Be in Adelaide, but buy in Cairns. Those are just some random examples. I'm definitely not suggesting buying in Cairns right now. Now, there's obviously many more steps in the, in the property selection and acquisition process. Things like negotiation, brokering, uh, you know, getting finance, um, all of those things. But suffice to say, all of that negotiation with the agent, every single process in property can be achieved remotely without actually ever leaving your room or ever leaving your house, ever leaving your laptop. I personally have um, numerous, numerous properties and I think I've only ever inspected one before buying. And I have multiple properties in Brisbane where I live and even for buying those, selecting those, doing the due diligence, buying those, I've never actually visited them because a property manager will do that much better than I can anyway. And I'm relying on cold hard data to select my suburbs and property, not how I emotively think it feels like when I look at the property from the outside or when I drive by the street or when I have a coffee um, at the local cafe. And that has turned out for me to generate multiple millions of dollars of equity, a six-figure passive income, and that's exactly what it's generated and is generating for my clients. So this is not a sales pitch. This is not a pitch to say you should become my client. All I'm saying here is that if you are restricting yourself based on a risk appetite to only buy in your backyard, then you're really doing yourself a disservice. Okay, you really need to, and I encourage you, to expand your horizons and lean on data. Data is much more trustworthy than me, than any other professional, any other expert, any other guru. And if you know how to read the data, if you know how to employ a property manager, if you know how to manage that team of broker, property manager, conveyancer, etc., then you can buy anywhere in Australia. And what that allows you to do is buy top 5% property, top 5% growth property intersected with top 5% positive cash flow property. And that combination is powerful. That combination is very, very, very unlikely to be found in your backyard, even within a 10 kilometer radius of where you live. But that combination is what you need in this day and age in 2020 to really accrue and acquire a property portfolio quickly and effectively so that you can basically every year, every two years, extract equity and go again and go again and go again. Okay, it's easier said than done, of course, but that's what you need in order in 10 or 15 years time to be generating a six-figure passive income from property. And I know that for 99.9% .9 of people out there, including probably you, that is your goal. And it's a very noble goal. It's a very common goal, but that doesn't make it any less effective or important. So if that is your goal, then don't buy in your backyard. 
okay? Expand your horizons, and it can be done through education. It can be done without buying, um, sorry, without paying for a buyer's agent. Um, it can be done with very, very low risk. Don't think that this is a high-risk strategy. In fact, it's higher risk to buy in your backyard knowing full well that the data is probably saying those suburbs aren't going to grow as much as a suburb in Hobart or in Northern Adelaide or in Southeast Brisbane or in particular parts of regional New South Wales and Victoria that we're buying at the moment. So there it is. Obviously, you know, there's so much more can be said about this topic. You know, this was just the basics. I've done um, so much more in-depth training on this, um, but at least that started to change your worldview, Ch started to allow you to understand what's possible if you're in Sydney or in Melbourne, you want to buy outside Sydney and Melbourne, how to actually go about doing that. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for being with me. I'm really appreciative of you, of each and every one of you. If you're so inclined, leave me a review on Spotify or iTunes. Otherwise, even if you don't want to, thank you. And I'll see you next week. Catch you later. Bye.